and welcome to Cecil Radio, a chance to talk through all kinds of topics about Cecil. I'm Susan Weber, 26-year banker, experienced in all things Cecil and credit risk, and I'm joined today by my colleague and friend, David Stone. Welcome, David. Hey, thanks for having me back, Susan. It is so good to see you. And just by way of quick introduction before we get into today's discussion, I just want to let the listeners know David is a manager in our financial services practice group. And listeners may know David as host of our lender series or financial institutions in the know podcast, uh, which we do quarterly. And together we've been working a lot on ESG related items, right, David? Yeah, yeah, which uh, leads us to our discussion today, right? Oh, really? So what topic are we tackling today? (laughs) Well, so I, I was thinking, thinking, you know, that there's a lot around climate change, climate risk mm. testing, mm. Uh, and and of course, you know, the potential, or, or I, I assume potential tie-in to to Cecil as well. Oh, there is always a potential tie-in to Cecil. <laughs> 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 that is a great topic. So um, maybe you could just set the stage for us then. Yeah. Yeah. So. The regulators, they're they're aligned at this point. You know, climate is on all of their supervisory agendas. Mm -hmm. And uh, in January, the Federal Reserve launched the Climate Scenario Analysis Test with the six largest U.S. banks. Um, So, you know, it's front and center and and they're they're taking action. Yes, we're definitely seeing the start of environmental stress testing of loan portfolios making their way into the industry. And I think, you know, a lot will hopefully be learned and come from that. Yeah, and and I do want to mention, so in regards to these uh, climate scenario um, analysis tests, you know, this is, I I like to call it, it, it's really an exercise of exploration. What I mean by that is that these largest banks you know, they're going to perform these tests, but it's really a kind of a fact gathering exercise. You know, there's no regulatory consequences on capital. It's really just saying, okay, hypothetically speaking, if certain climate scenarios play out, what could be the impact on your institution? And and of course, if it does play out, then there are capital uh, consequences. But but that's more more forward looking at this point. So no immediate regulatory consequences for those banks to, you know, add buffers or anything like that, just exploratory for the purposes of these tests. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Well, it's a really great point that you brought up, you know, David, but, you know, I guess what I would say is, you know, while these might be hypothetical situations, they're hypothetical situations that are really based on scenarios that we've seen play out in real life, right? We've definitely been seeing the impacts of large weather events. They seem to happen more frequently and have more impact potentially. Um, We've seen that play up and down, you know, the coast, our beloved coast um, for the last several years. And we've seen, you know, We've just heard all kinds of stories about those impacts, mm-hmm. you know, both in terms of just human life, but also in terms of bank portfolios. And so, you know, hurricanes, massive flooding, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and I would say that I am aware of at least one analytical study that has started to look at farming in the Midwest, right? Yeah, that has yeah. indicated that droughts take on almost an economic recession-like pattern, you know, for huh. banks. Huh. In- interesting. I, I hadn't heard that, but um, that that's a... Uh... That's an interesting study. And I, I, I guess, I would, you know, it seems that the evidence is really mounting that climate risk is it's becoming more prominent, you know, and, and thus I, I would say may need to be considered more so than it has been previously in managing 
credit risk? Well, I think for sure, and and in and with ties, in my opinion, as you were mentioning before, to Cecil, right, in the future, mm-hmm. at the very yeah. least, the potential to tie environmental risk supported by some data to a qualitative adjustment, right? It's part of the the um, the nine framework that comes out of the regulatory guidance for uh, for adjusting adjusting uh, on a qualitative basis. You know those sure. those conditions. Sure. Yeah. That. I would say that progression makes sense. Um, and knowing we're early in this process with, you know, the Fed's testing just starting and really no definitive supervisory guidance yet. Um, what should banks be doing now? You know, is there anything managers could be doing? And I guess to to take a step further, you know, what data should banks be looking at to tie those environmental risks to their portfolios? Well, that is one powerful set of questions, David. <laughs> Tune in <laughs> next time for the answers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All yeah, joking yeah. aside, um, I, you know, I would say that there are a few things that I might recommend people um, really wanting to be proactive and thinking about this really start doing now. The first thing is stay informed, right? Mm-hmm. Follow what's yep. happening. Uh, follow what's happening with the six bank climate scenario test. At some point, I would hope and expect to see a summary of what was learned. Sure. And I think the second thing is start thinking about the kinds of climate events that have in the past or could in the future affect your portfolio. Yeah, yeah. And um, if I could just jump in there, it's not even just what has historically affected your portfolio, right? I mean, we're starting to see the emergence of maybe weather events um, that haven't really been of concern in certain regions start to become a concern, you know, Mm -hmm. start to occur. and, and become more frequent and more impactful. So, you know, you also need to look at, at you know, recent history and, and start to look at trends, you know, what what trends are, are valid and need to be considered going forward. That is an excellent point. And it really leads in nicely to sort of that third point, and that is network with other credit risk managers, right? Whose portfolios may have been impacted more recently and more directly than you by some of those climate or weather-related events, right? So that you gain some insight through those conversations in what's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So really purposefully do some networking. Yeah, yeah. And and to add on that, um, network with your borrowers too, right? You know, what are they preparing for or seeing on the climate front? You know, what are they seeing on the front lines that's impacting their business operations, their strategy? Um, you know, that's that's ultimately going to have an impact on your climate and credit risk at your institution as well. That's exactly right. And I think, you know, probably the fourth thing that I might highlight is start framing out now the kinds of data that you might want to collect, not just once or periodically, right? Not just for sort of a one point in time test, but start Mm. thinking broadly, um, you know, on an ongoing basis, what is that going to look like and start mapping out that process for doing it. (laughs) You you know, Susan, that, uh, that point sounds really familiar um, <laughs> about some some Cecil advice that you've been, should I say, preaching on Cecil oh. Radio since day one, right? You know, what what data is relevant? How are you going <laughs> to get it? Um, and then how are you going to track it going forward, right? Kind, kind of the same conversation, just with a, a different flavor. <laughs> 
You know, it's interesting that you pick up on that, David. I mean, basically, maybe I have one sentence of advice that I use all the time in all kinds of <laughs> scenarios. It's just really, um, really pertinent. But seriously, it really is about education, preparation, and planning, right? So you are ready. Yeah. Um, ready to start thinking about the risks that you could be faced with and having to quantify and doing it in a way that prepares you for it so that you are able to just turn it on and go and not be reactive uh, to it. Really, the best data to anchor a qualitative adjustment, it's really true, right? It's relevant, consistent, reliable, and timely. And that's what we should be focused on. Yeah, yeah, and I'll add and auditable as well, right? As oh, the good auditor point. in me. <laughs> I got to add awesome. that in. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. I'd be disappointed if you didn't, David. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, well, you know, certainly an, more, an important emerging topic uh, to stay on top of. And, you know, I, I, I recognize this is a, a quick hitter podcast today, but, you know, this is um, definitely a timely topic. And we wanted to get this in, in front of you folks. Uh, given the recent developments. And, you know, there's no doubt that we'll have updates as the year progresses, um, either here on Cecil Radio or through our In the Know podcast series that Susan referenced at the at the top of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, I have to plug our Ask the Advisor feature on the website. You know, certainly if you have any questions, that's a great feature to use. Um, but, you know, feel free to reach out to any of the Barry Dunn team members as well. And we, we'd be happy to, to chat further on this topic. Great. And David, um, thank you so much for being here to our listeners. I will, uh, we will make sure that we put that link to the Ask the Advisor feature as part of our uh, podcast description. And, you know, thanks again so much for joining us in the Cecil conversation, David. It was really great to have you here. And I always love doing these with you. Yeah. Th- thank you, Susan. Likewise. It's been a lot of fun. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. No matter if you're new to Cecil or adopted years ago, we're here to help you validate and refine all aspects of your model, methodology, model risk management practices, and key factors. Hope you'll join us next time here on Cecil Radio.